This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, listening to Pressing Matters, the show where we go behind the headlines and explore issues driving the press. I'm Wong Xiaoning, and as we know, Sarawakians went to the polls on Saturday for the long-awaited state elections that had been delayed due to the pandemic and the state of emergency. These elections were the first for Gabungan Party Sarawak, or GPS, led by Chief Minister Tan Sri Abang Johari since GE14. Now, Frida Liu, BFM presenter on Enterprise, joins me to share her observations from voting over the weekend. Hey, Frida, glad to have you on. Uh, I think it's like almost the first time we're in the same room together doing a show. I know, I, I'm like, I'm being questioned. Don't worry, it's Shari. not a breakfast grill. <laughs> Similar but not the same. But as usual, I want to know, uh, you know, what was the general reaction when the dates of the Sarawak elections were announced last month by the election commission? Were you like, I'm all ready to vote? I, I, the, I actually thought, should I fly back? Right. So which is very, you know, and I said, OK, I, I think I should fly back. But there was some hesitancy. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of uh, I've had a couple of friends, uh, Sarawakians living here flying back, but a lot that didn't. A lot. Mm. Okay. I mean, we'll look at the voter turnout in a, in a few minutes, but how easy or difficult was it for you to get tickets to return to Sarawak? Because it does cost money, right? And this time people were, you know, we saw on social media, people were saying it's expensive. It is very expensive. So I had to make sure that, you know, I had to choose my flights in such a way that it was the, the best deal I could get. But that definitely was a deterrent. I think that was a major complaint mm. when the announcement came about, right? And of course, I think they tried to reduce the prices. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a little bit more than your, I, I, I had to pay a little bit more than your usual to go back. But there was availability. There was availability, um, yeah. But you know, it is money. And what kind of SOPs were in place for those travelling back to vote? I mean, did you find it cumbersome? Uh, no, uh, I think so. This is my second trip back to Kuching this month. Um, so what happens is that you have to fill up a, you know, an online form uh, 12 hours before you travel. When you get in there, they'll say that, have you filled up this form, right? It's just online. You do a screenshot and then they'll say, uh, at first it's like mm. Sarawakians and non-Sarawakians. So, you know, of course, Sarawakians then go to an easier lane. I know. It's, <laughs> we need our IC to travel into Sarawak. Yeah. Yes, right. we, all, we all do. We, we all, all do, do, but they particularly check. Yeah. So there's certain privileges for you guys. A little bit. But then it was it was very smooth uh, going back in. Uh, you don't have to do any tests, whatever. But they are quite uh, stringent about that, but very easy. Yeah. So tell us what was it like on the ground? I mean, how many days did you go before that? So because the reason I ask that is like, what kind of campaigning was there? I mean, all online or, you know, the good old fashioned charamas that we're used to? I don't think I heard of any charama. Mm-hmm. And none of my friends, right, were, were going to any charama. There was, when I arrived, so I was like on the lookout for things and banners and all that. It wasn't as, there were banners, but they weren't as many as 2016s, right? Okay, so there weren't so many. And you like, you weren't very clear what they're all about, right? Okay. So, so that was the kind of, just the, the general feel, you don't feel that election is around the corner. Okay, so there was a sense of almost election fatigue. Would you yes, say that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, and nothing like the mood of GE fourteen. Nothing like the mood GE fourteen. I think people were just politically fatigued. Okay, <laughs> probably not helped by COVID nineteen, right? Because yeah. it has worn us all down after almost, what almost coming up to two years. Right. Now I want to know what constituency did you vote in, and what was it like in in your neighbourhood? Okay, in my neighbourhood, again, not many banners. I'm in N12, mm. that's Kota Sentosa, hotly contested seat. Okay, and give us a little bit of background. Where is Kota Sentosa? So Kota Sentosa, if it would be um, Stampin, right, which mm. is very you know, 
near the airport. So that so within Kuching is, itself. It's within Kuching itself. You know, uh, I would say, will it be suburban? Well, the whole of Kuching to me, I feel is very suburban. <laughs> coming <laughs> from coming from KL and working in Damantun, yes, yes, it's so, all relative, right? right. So it is. Uh, it's. 10 minutes from the city, whatever, but it's from Kuching City. Um, and so it's fairly, you would say it's a largely Chinese area. I mean, the okay. whole of Kuching is pretty much very Chinese area. And uh, what was the mood like and when you went back? You know, I'm always interested in the coffee sh- shop talk, yes. right? Yes. Uh, and even among your friends and family, what were they discussing about the elections? What were the issues on their mind? I don't think they were discussing it. They weren't? They weren't. They weren't. I was the one bringing it up. And there was then, no buzz whatsoever. There was no buzz. So I have, so so in, I, I remember it was very conscious, the dinner discussion that I mm. brought up all these questions, right? Um, so yeah, everyone was like, oh, you're Frida, don't ask la. <laughs> they were saying that, okay, if you look at how most of the parties that were involved are Saver Sarawak based party, apart mm. from DAP, right? And then people do view DAP as the West Malaysian party. Okay. So that's kind of the, the view. Um, and um, the issues, so I got the brochures and I was looking at the brochures. I was, I was thinking, so what it is. Uh, so GPS is very clear about what they are. So they would see then competition being DAP mm. and said that, you know, uh, the, the paraphernalia says this, it's all lies. Okay, that's what it says. <laughs> uh, PSB is a new party that's come out, well, come out, right, uh, in uh, out of uh, GPS. And they were talking about um, wh- what... You know, the promises that were kept, the promises for the last 50 years were not maintained okay. by the party, right? So this was a conversation that was coming up from uh, PSB saying that, yes, you you promised all these things, but no, that never come to pass. DAP talk about the big projects, the mega projects that were promised, mm. uh, one of which is the, the Sarawak-like rail transit that was supposed to be happening in 2020 that didn't come to pass. Mm. So I think people weren't too concerned about this because of COVID. Okay. Right? So this didn't seem like valid arguments because of what's happened in the last two years. And if you're wondering what was all that flickering sound, it's actually because Frida Liu brought in a whole stack of brochures and pamphlets, right? Because I think that's how the... um, they, they, they campaigned this time because mm. you couldn't do anything major in terms right. of a drama. And did you even notice whether there was anything online asking people to go online and, you know, watch a Zoom call no. or uh, nothing at no. all? And I think it was just like, a, you know, apathy. Right? So mm. even with the dinner discussion, so I was talking to all the waiters. They were all 23-year-olds. First-time voters, a lot of them, right? Not voting. Not voting. Yeah. So Why? I mean, when you I know, ask, because yes, I asked. I'm the same sure thing. you're you're I, a little I, bit of the busybody that yeah, I, I also am. I was like, "Why are you not voting?" Right? So they're like, "It's the same." That's the comment. One of the one of the guys who's a little bit from out of town said, "You know, it had nothing has happened in the last twenty years where I live." And I said, "And why are you not voting?" For change, they don't think it makes a difference. And it, they no, and they just looked at me blankly. And so that was that was my worrying thing, right? I mean, it was my age group fine, but when the twenty three year olds were not concerned, I was concerned. Well, I think that's clearly reflected in the voter turnout that we saw in the Sarawak state elections. I think the EC has come out to say 60% mm. uh, versus in GE14 where it was 70%. But this morning, our commentator, Dr. James Chin, mm. you know, from the University of Tasmania said that in urban centres, it was probably even lower than that, yeah. below 50%. Yeah. Do you think that was the case? Yes, definitely the case. Uh, I know that like when I went in, I went in very early in the morning, um, and there were about 10 people ahead of me. Not They're about, you know, like in the 30 to 50 mm. kind of group. So it was good. I think they were just like making sure they voted before they went for breakfast, which is very important. In Sarawak. In Sarawak. <laughs> Everywhere, okay. actually, in Malaysia. Yes, yes. Yeah, I 
think that's so there was it was very orderly and all that. But uh, I, the general mood was like you know I don't know if I want to go. I want to vote. You know. So even people who were very enthusiastic the last election mm. was sort of like whatever. Whatever. Mm. Okay, so apathy really sets yes, in, right? Yes, And uh, give us a little bit of colour on N12, which is Kota Sentosa, your mm. constituency. This time round, five candidates versus two, right? Yes. And the winner? The winner is GPS. Okay, previously it was DAP. Previously it was DAP. Was it a surprise? Because your constituency, like you say, yeah. very Chinese, yes. urban, and in the past dominated by DAP. Why didn't they win this time? Well, first of all, from two to five, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, and I guess the others like will be seeing, talking more about Sarawak-related matters, right? Sarawak-related okay. matters. And, and DAP would be seen, like I said, like a West Malaysian party. So, But it's not like they are new to Sarawak. Exactly. They've uh, run a few times So this was, this was a surprise to me because this was like uh, supposedly a safe seat. Yes. Right? So this is what has happened. And of course, they, they, they you know, didn't make, DAP didn't, didn't retain the this time. And why do you think people like didn't vote for them? I mean, uh, you know, you based on the pamphlets, do you think any of what they promised or what they said didn't resonate or people just want this they they want certainty? I I think they are disappointed with PH, right? Okay. That's that's the sentiment that they're disappointed with PH, uh, you know, the things you finally came to power, I didn't see the things that you said you were going to do, you know, for me. So I think they were people are disappointed. And they highlighted this to you during your coffee shop yeah, talks. Yeah. Okay. So they, they were saying that and I was like, and of course I was saying, well, you know, wasn't given the full five years. But anyway, that was the kind of thing like, you know, they, they're disappointed with what PH had to offer. Was it perhaps a referendum on also how well, in a way, Sarawak has well, in its own way, cope with COVID-19 or the economy? Yes, yes. A referendum on GPS? Yes. Because, so, you know, like, a, well, we were the fastest, you know, to... to Get everyone vaccinated. Data, that sort of thing, right? So, you know, well, Abang Jo is definitely, you know, on, on a high in that sense. I'm discussing the Sarawak state elections with BFM's Frida Liu. When we come back, we'll dive into reactions to the election outcome and what Sarawakians want from their government. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thanks for staying tuned to Pressing Matters on the Morning Run. I'm Wong Shaoning. On the show today with me is Frida Liu, fellow BFM presenter. And we're discussing the outcome of the Sarawak state elections because you flew back, right? Mm. You did your duty, your civic duty. Yes, I had to. (laughs) Good for you. But I want to know this ruling GPS coalition. I mean, they had a super majority in the State Assembly, extending their number of seats to 76. Were these results largely expected within your circles in your conversations with your friends? Yes, that was, you know, like you sort of knew that they were going to win anyway, Mm. uh, but we didn't know by how much. Okay, so was it a surprise? Because in the previous elections, it was 72. Mm. Uh, This time, 76. So it's like a super majority. I'm not wrong, 93% almost. Right, so it was a surprise in terms of, like I said, the safe seats, right? You lost the safe seats. Yeah. And personally for you, were you were you shocked? I mean, you're, you know, because you, you're kind of like, in a way, in, in KL. Yes. And then Sarawak is like, you know, yes. almost like a thousand miles away. Yes. Did you know that this was a sentiment on the ground? Uh, I had, I think I had to go back and find out for myself what was mm. the feeling, right? Because I, 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 I'm not feeling it here. But I, you know, like I said, even there was hesitancy about going back myself. And I said, like, no, no, I got to go back. Um so when I went back, I was not really surprised uh, about the results. And I was like, mm, okay, this, this, yeah. 
you you were like, okay, this is the outcome, right? This is the outcome, but it's uh, there's a lot of work to, that needs to be done, you know. So I think it's also testimony to what you know GPS has done, right, mm. for for the state and all that. So. You know, kudos to them for, for winning that. Now, another observable trend uh, this time round was the rise of new parties, mm. uh, especially those successionist ones. And I can see some pamphlets that you brought yeah. uh, with you. It's very much Sarawak for Sarawakians, talking about MA63, what mm. has Federal done for, mm. for me? Mm. Did you get that sense it was much louder this time? Um, no, I don't, right? I don't. I think this has just come to pass, MA63. Mm. So what will probably be the angle moving forward in the next elections would be, okay, MA63, so what does it mean for the Sarawakian, right? So we talk about Sarawak for Sarawakian, so, so what does it mean? I still don't know what it means. We're talking about more rights, everything. How will that be translated to the layman? Okay. I'm listening to this as, it would, would it entice me to go home, mm. right? What are the benefits for, for, for the fellow, for the Sarawakian, yeah, the man on the street? And do you think this would cause the opposition movement to change? I mean, will Party Sarawak Basatu or PSB be the new group to watch? I mean, could they form a coalition with DAP, for example? Because honestly, PKR was a complete wipeout. If yeah. I'm not wrong, 40 of the seats they contested in, they even lost their deposits. Right. So it's it's been tragic for yeah. them, right? right? So how do you see, I mean, is there... At this moment, what's the opposition like then in Sarawak? So this has just come about recently, right, this mm. opposition. So I'd be interested to see as well what their conversation is going to be moving forward. So they are saying that it is time to change. And they were saying that, is it united or divided in GPS? So they were giving some history behind, you know, what GPS traditionally was under BN, right? I mean, yes. that whole thing. So what was promised in the last 50 years, did it, did these things, how how has this 50 years benefited the Sarakins having tied up with them? Because it may be under a new name right now, mm. but that's your your legacy, mm. right? So great MA63 has come about, why did it take 50 years? Mm. So I think that's going to be their war cry. Okay, do you think they'll make any headway? Um. I don't, I don't know. I think this will, if you keep on with this conversation, I think they, they, they might, they didn't win majorly. They, you know, yeah. it's just like, just sort of. Four distra- seats, if yeah, I'm not wrong. Yeah. So we'll see if that conversation continues. Yeah. And then DAP on the ground. Do you think uh, there'll be a change in leadership or does the party relook at itself? Because now currently, right, if I look mm. at opposition in Sarawak, it's, it's, Really, except for DAP, totally Sarawak based. Mm. Every party is Sarawak based, actually. Mm. Right, so it's almost inward looking rather than a like a federal kind of Malaysia view. Right. So yes, I think they definitely have to do uh, work on the ground for for DAP. Um, I don't know whether they this is the the move the strategy moving forward tying mm. up with you know PSB and all that. I don't know uh, when we talk about Pakatan Harapan whether that's the strategy. Um, so I, I I have no idea about that. I early know, days, yeah. Early days, early days. Okay, but this definitely cements Tan Sri Abang Johari's position as Chief Minister, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, what do you think his main challenges are that you know that need to be addressed? What do Sarawakians need, or even okay. just even yes. N12, your yes. your constituency? What would you like to see changed? Okay, so if you look at my constituency, we're very suburban, right? So what mm. what would what do we? I think moving forward, like uh, affordable housing. Because the homes there are very expensive, really. They're comparable to Kuala Lumpur prices. Okay. Right? And the salary. That is a surprise to me. Yeah. So it's the million dollar homes that does not go with your average salary. 
which might be smaller in Kuching. Much, much, and, much smaller, right, compared to yeah, Kuala Lumpur. And, and I'm very always surprised, actually, that items in Sarawak cost more than in KL, for example. Right, because of, uh, you know, delivery, right? Yeah, transportation costs. Transportation costs cost and everything. So it that, to me, I think will be the, the if you talk about, you know, things have gone up. I hear mm. about, you know, my mother telling me these things have gone up, the prices of things have gone up. So I think that will be a, a challenge there. Um then the other thing would be, like I said, you know, uh, whether new jobs will come in, investments. So we want to see what sort of developments will come out of how is Sarawak going to, you know, um, infrastructure. If you talk about rural, okay, mm. rural, that that is the you no know, rural interior that will infrastructure is going to be uh, an issue. But if we talk about the city, it's really these sort of things that happen as well, uh, you know. So, so in some way, we are not too different, right? Whether mm. we are in Klang Valley or in Sarawak, it's really about the bread and butter issues, affordable housing, whether I've got a good job, yeah. what's my take-home pay, whether I can afford to pay for all the essentials and a bit more in life. And you're right, inflation has. You know, come back to to bite us all. Everyone's complaining about the price of vegetables, meat, fish, and it's the same in in Sarawak, clearly, and, right? And and so just this is like a coffee, really coffee shop talk with my friend. I said, well, I think generally we're not hungry, mm. so that's that's the problem, right? In Sarawak, no one starves, right? Really, you can go to the right side of the road and pick up your paku and. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. But right. people want more, don't they? Uh, p- people do, right? People do. Mm. But also at the same time, I think like generally as a Sarkian, you know, like we're, we're fairly contented people, right? And I, I'm just, you know, so I think that's also going to be uh, my observation of, of Sarkians, you know, like we're just fairly content, contented people. And so moving forward with MA63, what does it mean for the Sarkian? What does it mean? How is my life going to be different mm. now that we have more autonomy? so to speak. Do you think this state election outcome will be reflected in GE15 when GPS contests? I don't know. It depends on when GE15 is going to be, right? Okay, because they got, if I'm not wrong, 19 out of 31 seats currently in mm. you know, in Sarawak. Do you think they'll do even better? The mood is positive for them? I, I, I believe so. Okay, and on, on that note, I've been speaking to BFM presenter Frida Liu on her observations of the Sarawak State Polls. This has been Pressing Matters on the Morning Run. You'll be hearing more from Frida and the <laughs> Enterprise team after the 10 a.m. news bulletin coming up next. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.